Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Oliver here. Thank you for having me on your show. So awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. Cool. I ain't telling you don't screw. Screw is cool. Oh my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. Cool. 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 Cool.
And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right, T2Q radio show number 513. We'll start right after these messages from truthdevour.com, my official sponsor, offerbyyou.com, and livetrader.net. Honey, honey, look, Truth Devour just won at the 2015 L.A. Book Festival in the Romance category. Wow, that's great, sweetie. I don't think you understand. She's placed the ebook Wanton on sale for 99 cents to celebrate. Sure, dear. That's nice. Honey, if you buy me the whole trilogy, it would make me very happy. And you know when I'm happy, I really, really want to make you happy, too. Well, slap me happy. Hello, Truth Devour. What's the name of that book again? It's a trilogy, the Enigma series, Wanton, Unrequited, and Fated by Truth Devour www.truthdevour.com www.truthdevour.com Okay, got it. Love you more, my tootalicious tootie pie. Now come here and give me some sugar. Offerbyyou.com New online marketplace. If you ever try to sell anything on the internet, you know how expensive and complicated it can be. Until now. OfferByYou.com offers easy, secure, and absolutely free online services for sellers and buyers. Make money on OfferByYou.com by selling anything new or used and pay absolutely nothing. On OfferByYou.com, shoppers save 20 to 50%. OfferByYou.com is a market, not an auction. We drive prices down, not up. Tired of losing money in the markets by trusting? Or perhaps you simply want to learn how to take control of your financial future? Then look no further than LiveTraders.net. We specialize in helping inexperienced as well as experienced traders and investors successfully navigate the stock market through the use of technical analysis, chart reading, and proper money management techniques. Why earn 6% a year before fees and expenses when you could potentially earn more than 10 times that by taking control of your financial future? What separates LiveTraders.net from everyone else in the financial industry is that we put our money where our mouth is and trade our own capital live each and every day for our clients to see. For more information, call LiveTraders.net at 714-926-2866 or email us at www.LiveTraders.net. All right. My thanks to LiveTraders.net, uh, OfferedByYou.com, which is OfferedByYou.com, and my official sponsor, TruthDevour.com. Okay, there are a lot of double standards when it comes to relationships, and, you know, there are certain things that seem hypocritical, but it's just something that we accept in society. I mean, uh, that's just how it is sometimes, you know. Well, tonight, I'm going to break down some of these double standards that, with my show legends. And, you know, which double standards are understandable and which ones need to be done away with. You know, maybe they're antiquated. All that tonight on the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. Starting with the double standard on how women respond to men that approach them. Now, I've seen this. So many times on social media, girl, that one dude inboxed me again. He's so thirsty. 
Well, what does thirsty mean in slang terms? Um, according to UrbanDictionary.com, it means that you're too eager to get something. And there are a lot of guys who get labeled as thirsty, and, you know, probably rightfully so. But let me go to someone who may have been inboxed quite a few times in her life. To the 248 area code, I go to the Motor City of Detroit. And welcome on author, show legend, Crystal Dickerson. What's going on, Chris? Hey, doing cute. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. Good. All right. And Crystal, I mean, is a person who approaches you for a relationship only considered thirsty if they are not attractive to you? I think, uh, I guess really what you're asking is why do people get annoyed when someone that you're not attracted to approaches you? And I don't think that that's a female thing. I think it's just a human thing that um, happens. And so if you want to use the word thirsty, which I don't use, but if you want to use that word, it's simply because... It's not my word um, Well, it's annoying. It's annoying when someone um, approaches you that you don't want to approach you. Uh, Because a lot of times it's because that the person that you want to approach you isn't doing it. So so when this other person comes along, it's uh, like, oh, God, okay, here we go. So that means that you have to reject somebody or, you know, let them down nicely or something or whatever you have to do. In other words, you have to do something you don't want to do. So... That's why. But is it is it fair to the person? Because, I mean, they may not know that you don't want them until you, they actually encounter you. I mean, is it fair to them? Yes. I mean, it's fair because, um, well, because you don't want to be with them. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to pretend that you want to be with them just so No, not- I just meant to, to call them out, call them thirsty, all that, you know. To label them just because well, you don't they're call interested. It, you don't call into a, to their face. I mean, you know, when you tell <laughs> them, okay to do it. <laughs> I'm not interested or I'm kind of seeing somebody or whatever. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, you say whatever you have to say, but, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, behind their backs, I mean, yeah, you can say whatever it's you fair want. Fair game, man. That's true, all right, I have another caller holding um, hit one when you're ready to chime into the discussion. And so I know sometimes when I'm on Facebook and I'll just randomly come across someone who posts on their timeline, um, mm-hmm. like someone may have messaged them. And don't get me wrong, if someone mm-hmm. is rude or disrespectful, and I completely understand kind of, um, well, no, I can't say I completely understand this, but they will... <laughs> screenshot the message and put it out there for, like, the Uh-oh. world to see. I mean, do you think that's wow. – how do you feel about that? Well, I, I don't – no, I wouldn't want to embarrass somebody needlessly, you know. I mean, I wouldn't do that because I think that's just cruel for no reason. I mean, you know, you're just being cruel. Then, I mean, it's one thing to – text your friend or talk to your girlfriend or whatever and say, oh, my God, he totally, 
just inbox me. Oh, my God. Why is he doing this to himself? I mean, you can say that to your mm-hmm. friend, but you don't say that to them, and you definitely don't put it out there. I mean, because even if they're not, like, I mean, some people actually believe that just because a person is not your friend on Facebook or whatever, that they can't see your page. They can see your page. And... You know, I mean, that could hurt them needlessly. There's no reason to do that. So I wouldn't do that. I mean, I know people do because they're childish and they're ignorant, but I wouldn't do that. That's ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, and I I hate to see it when it happens because I always feel badly for the guy, Um, especially when it's, like, you know, something that wasn't all that bad. I understand that they're coming at you sideways or something of that nature, but sometimes it's not even all that bad, and they still kind of get embarrassed. But let me go to the 340 area code, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and welcome on either Archie or Meshivia. What's going on? What's up, Q? What's up, Arch? How's it going, man? Uh, Still moving forward. Can't complain. Nothing wrong with that, bro. And what's your take, Arch? I mean, are you is someone thirsty if you're not interested and they try to holler? Well, the thing about it is, is I think with the term thirsty, it's definitely one of those that's been overused, that a lot of people, you know, use it when it shouldn't be. However, I think it was born for appropriate reasons when people just, you know, couldn't catch the hint that, you know, this person is not interested in you and they just continue, continue like they like the challenge. But, you know, I think I think a lot of, a lot of folk... Yeah, persistence, but it's like it goes. It kind of goes beyond the persistence because you know sometimes you'll be you'll you'll encounter someone who is persistent, but they're still you know respectful and cool about it, and you know it's kind of it's kind of flattering. You get into thirst territory when when every time they open their mouth, you kind of just go you with everything they say. That's that would be an appropriate time to use it, but a lot of times people just you know. They want to say once a person comes and tries to talk to them for like you know I guess you could say as a first offense you know when they come and say hey how you doing they're like oh he's thirsty it's like mm, might want to wait a little bit before you start throwing that word out there you know it's kind of a strong word to use just yeah. for somebody telling you hi but there are there are appropriate times to use the thirst yeah and that's what uh, PJ Extra said on Twitter. Um, he says that today's definition, I guess, so to speak, is kind of lame to him. He thought that thirst was someone hounding someone, not just a simple approach. But, yeah, you can make a simple approach, and someone can call you thirsty, you know. And yeah, they just, you know, and it's, it's just, something else. Yeah, mixing up the definitions, and, you know, it could be even that a person just wants to make themselves feel good because the minute you say something, I mean, they could have dropped their wallet and the minute you roll up and say, excuse me, they're like, oh, you're thirsty. He's like, oh, I was just returning your wallet. Just, you know, <laughs> I wasn't hollering or anything, but, you know, right. they, their their personality needed that boost, so they run and tell their friends, yeah, this dude was so thirsty the other day. Girl, I can't find my wallet. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I almost had a maybe. similar situation like that recently, but uh, totally understand. And M. Dottie chimed in on Twitter. Haven't heard from her in a while. Um, 
in the T2Q chat, and she says, thirsty is when I keep telling you no, I'm not interested, and you keep trying to push up. No means no, go away. And, Crystal, do you agree with that? Is that pretty much what it should mean? I mean, that, hey, you tried, I'm not interested, and if they keep coming at you, then at that point, that's when you have to, um, you know, maybe kind of break out the big guns or something. Gut check. Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's when it really becomes annoying. I mean, um, I'm pretty blunt in a basic way. I mean, mean, see, I don't like to lead people on, you know. I don't. And um, I'd rather let you know up front what the deal is. Like, you know, this ain't going to happen. You know, <laughs> you know, there's just nothing you can do. You know, I mean, but you know, we could be friends or something. But that's not good enough. Then you know, but anything else is just not gonna happen. And I just think that that's the best way to do something is uh, to tell someone just let them know. But you know, if they keep coming at me, I'm like, look, dude, damn. You know, I mean, what the fuck do I gotta do to tell you? You know, to make you understand? Because see, I know you guys talked about persistence, and actually, persistence is a double-edged sword. And on one hand, it can be really good because um, actually women are programmed (laughs) to believe that, um, you know, a man will work for a woman. And a lot of men actually, they they want to. They want to be able, they don't want it too easy, in other words. You know, I hear that all the time. So women tend to play hard to get, quote-unquote, or whatever. And so... So that persistence, you know, is necessary because you got to keep doing it so she will, you know. But at some point, even in the beginning when you are approaching a woman, I would think, some men, I guess they don't know, but I think they should know the difference between a woman who is playing hard to get or making you work for it because she still has some sort of, um, you know, she's still smiling a little bit or she's still warming up to you. And you mm-hmm. seem, seem like you could tell that. Than with a woman who is like, look, no, I'm not interested. Damn. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's like I'm it's some kind of engaging. There's, with a woman who's like trying to play hard to get, there's still some type of engagement there. Right. You know, right. when, you know, they're, they're kind of flirting and then pulling back and, you know, making these like comments. But when a, when a woman is cutting you off, she, like you said, What's wrong with you is not going to happen. That's a abort mission, ceasefire, turn and walk away. Normally normally after your eyes start swelling after the pepper spray, you should have a clue. (laughs) (laughs) If you you keep going after the pepper spray, I I can't do nothing for you. So that's when you should get a clue. About the second or third time she sprays, she really means it. So, guys, a little advice out there. But, all right, so, Crystal, will you cut someone some slack in how they approach you? You know, they may be arrogant. They may be rude. But if they're attractive, I mean, if they're hot, are you going to cut them some slack and kind of look past some things? Uh, I always do. (laughs) Mm. I mean, if you are, okay, and when I say that, I mean attractive as in attractive to me. I mean, I know Plenty of guys who are very, you know, empirically attractive. They just look good. 
but they're, you know, they're just not, you know, I don't know. They're just I don't know. This isn't like good to be around, and it's obvious. They're just complete jerks or whatever. So, but you know, yeah. I mean, if a a person is attracted to you, then yeah. I mean, um, there are some things that I will smile at and go. I mean, I've had guys approach me, and you know, the, the way they approach it was pretty, you know, direct or you know, a little annoying at first. But you know, they'll do something that's kind of funny, <laughs> you know, because. And then you laugh or whatever, but um, but that's okay. Or they take you off, you know, catch you off guard or something. Mm-hmm. But so, but still, the the key is that I'm already attracted to you, right? You know, and then you can change that by being, you know, a complete jerk or an ass or something or doing something so ridiculous. But um, but if I'm already attracted, then we can move on from there, and how you act will determine what happens after. But if I'm not attracted, I'm not attracted. There's really nothing a person can do to change someone else's whether that whether or not they're attracted. I mean, even if I know a lot of people know. say things like, "Well, no, no, you can't." Even if I've had many people say, "Well, once I got to know her, no, you were already attracted to them on a physical, basic level. Maybe that wasn't an attraction." on the offset of what you usually go for right offhand, but there was still something about them that led you to continue conversation. If you're not attracted, there's really nothing you can do. You can still be, like I said, great friends and have a great relationship, Um, but a lot of men don't like that, but you could still have that without it being sexual. That's what I'm talking about as far as attractiveness. That's all it has in the beginning anyway is just, can I have sex with this person? What is the percentage of me actually having sex with this person? Can I do it? And people know this within the first few seconds of meeting a person. So that's really okay. <laughs> meet the meet the person and go straight for the sex. Okay, that that, that could work. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Who, who I, would say who would say no to that? Everybody uh, feels that way. Everybody. Okay. Everybody. See, now you're making. Now you're making me feel weird because I totally don't. Okay, well, most people, I'll, I'll clarify. It's okay. It's okay though. I came to turn my weirdness a long time ago, so they were good. Just add that to the longer list. It's fine. All right. Well, you know, I, I a lot of people look at just the whole concept of being thirsty as a double standard, to where, um, you know, if. Tom Brown from the local 7-Eleven approaches you and tries to holler, then you call him thirsty. But if Tom Brady from the New England Pages approaches you, then, you know, Tom got some game, even though they can say the exact same thing the exact same way. So well, some people look at it as 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 a double standard. Well, that's but because they want, they want Tom Brady to approach that. Exactly, exactly. That's what it is. Right. I mean, right. you're... You you will you will hear that even in like we get we get sexual harassment training at my job every year, and that's one of the things they say. Two different people can say the exact same thing. You'll be offended if this one person says it, but you'll love it if the other person says it. It's it is because I mean because you think about it, communication has so much more to do than what's said. It's who says it, how they said it, their body language, and if you're as, as I said, if you're attracted to them in the first place. So that that may that may be a double standard, 
But that's <clears> not going anywhere for sure. Okay. Because I, so, I mean, you can't you you can't just say any person who comes up and says this phrase, it's okay, and then that phrase is bad. I mean, if I I mean, think about it. We, I, I tell my daughter all the time, like, listen, you, you know, you got to do what I say. If some random dude shows up in a park, you run like hell. You know, don't just, don't do anything right. he says. <laughs> you know, so that I, it's probably from and from that mindset for me, you know, as a dad, you know, you don't. It, it definitely depends upon the person that you're dealing with. What they say determines whether or not you, whether you reciprocate or not. Okay. All right, I, 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 that makes sense. All of that makes sense. Well, all right, let's get into some other double standards. Um, teasing someone about their outfit. Now, most men don't take fashion personally, and they aren't always offended if a woman makes, like, you know, just harmlessly makes fun of his outfit. But a woman, on the other hand, kind of uh, believes that a wardrobe is like an extension of who they are, and they may take it a little bit more seriously. So, Crystal, do you think that is okay to tease a guy about about his outfit, but it's wrong to tease a woman about hers? Is that a double standard that we just have to deal with? No, because um, I know plenty of guys who do take their outfits very seriously, and they shop with a purpose, and Are they, they dress with a purpose. Yeah. Okay. And, um whether their culture is, you know, their look is hip-hop or whatever, you know, that kind of culture, or whether it's, you know, casual or business. I mean, there are some men, especially more now nowadays, I think, than before, or they're more able to enjoy it and, and express mm-hmm. it nowadays, um, that they are very um, very interested in their looks. So I think it's either one. And, and, and as for women, I think there are some women who really don't give a shit um, about what the way they are perceived, you know, whatever they wear, what they want to wear. So I guess it just really depends. I think if you see a person who is dressed really nicely and they seem very meticulous in in, in what they are, what they have on, then you can probably rest assured this person spent a lot of time making this look. So to criticize them would be bad. <laughs> so. What do you think, Arch? Who do you think gets more offended, men or women? When it comes to teasing the outfit, um, overall, I mean, I would say women get more offended, um, just because there are, I believe, there are more women who put more time into their outfit. Um, but uh, definitely, if you have if you have a guy who takes the time to consider what he's wearing and stuff, he he might get offended. But then again, in the you know in the general stereotypical sense, guys aren't really that emotional, so you. If you tell a guy, if a guy is secure in what he wants and how he dressed, you can tease him and he'll just be like, whatever. You know, you have more chance of getting a reaction out of a woman because, you know, you hear a lot of times that women don't dress for men. They dress for other women. You know, guys mm-hmm. aren't going to notice all, all the intricacies and stuff, but other women will. So when another woman, you know, talks or says something about her, you know, this is a person she's trying to impress. So you know, if you if you if you say something, then they're definitely going to get offended. So I mean, as long if you, if you're dressing to impress someone, and they make fun of you, then it's going to hurt, and it's just a a higher chance of that being women. Yeah, men men now are definitely looking looking more into their looks now. I think it's what it's called the 
the metro uh, metrosexual. Yeah, crew, I mean, guys are getting their 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 hair done now, so. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. I got two, I got two choices: puff or cut. You know, just keep it simple. But yeah, just um, any either way, if you're gonna make fun of somebody's outfit, you better know them really, really well. Don't be making fun yeah. of a stranger's outfit for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But like, but even then, like you know, if you if that if as long as what they're wearing, you know, they particularly picked out this outfit, as as I said, to represent them, then you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be making fun anyway. I mean, but because it's them, it's who they are, it's how they want to be, you know. So just let it live live and live. You shouldn't be messing with nobody. Okay, three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number. On the Talk to Q radio show, talking about relationship double standards. And so, Crystal, I'm not going to sit here and say that all women are bad drivers. But if a woman is a bad driver, it's usually not a deal breaker. Guys don't really trip over that. Um, A lot of times it just gives her a reason to not have to drive anywhere. However, if a man is a poor driver, it can kind of just look bad. I mean, do you agree with that, that? Uh, men are expected to be better drivers than women, or do you not buy into that? Um, well, I think they are expected to be good drivers. Or for me, I would uh, think of it more as um, good with anything mechanical, you know. Um, and and I think the reason for that is that the you know stereotype is that men pay more attention to cars and they're more into cars so they should know what they're doing because they've probably been doing this since they were you know able to even get in and and drive and even before that they were watching other men you know work on cars and drive cars and that kind of stuff so it is expected that a guy would have um, knowledge of of a car and in the vehicle and that includes driving of it Okay. And, Arch, what do you think, man? I mean, if a guy is not a good driver, is he looked at differently than a woman who may not be a good driver? Yeah, definitely. You're definitely going to look at a guy weird. If he tells you he can't drive, I mean, you talk to a guy you expect that, yeah, I know how to drive. I can drive stick. I can drive at three-speed. I can, you know, I know how to drive. That's that's what's expected. Um. Is it is it warranted? I mean, I don't know. I'm the guy who, you know, from the time I could walk, I was under the hood of the car with my dad. So, you know, when I, I think I was like 12 years old the first time my dad put me behind the steering wheel because he heard me tell my, my neighbor that I didn't know how to steer. So he was like, yeah, screw that. You're going to learn right now. You know, so that that was me. But I don't. This one's a bit trickier for me to to say whether I would expect whether whether it should be that case. I don't know because you know there's so so many different types of people in the world. Like maybe there's a guy who doesn't doesn't know how to drive. Maybe he was raised in New York and caught subway everywhere, so he just never learned. Yeah. You know, there's there's kind of those possibilities there, but it's definitely it's definitely expected for a guy to know how to drive in some way, shape, or fashion, or at least be able to pick up on it. Okay. And um, 
I don't know, a guy that's a bad driver, I know his boys will come down on him, that's for sure. But, okay, that's all right, now this, this is a big one. All right, never initiating. Um, at the beginning of relationships, when, you know, everything's kind of just getting started, women might feel intimidated or think they come off the wrong way if they initiate certain things when it comes to a guy. She wants you to be the gentleman and express that you want her, you know, so she may not text you first or, you know, she may not ask for certain things first because she wants you to start it off and then she may return the favor down the line. So, Crystal, if a guy is aggressive and asking a lady out, he's just being a man. If a lady does it, she's being a hoe. True or false and why? <laughs> uh, I think she's being a little desperate. <laughs> so I wouldn't really necessarily call her a hoe. I'd call her desperate because um, men pursue. And um, and actually, it's, it's quite natural for a man to do that, any man, really. They are pursued. They pursue you. So if a man is not pursuing you, then he doesn't want to be with you. Okay, so why are you asking him out? Um, you know, if he really wants you, he will find a way to make it happen mm-hmm. or to make you understand that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess the answer, I guess, would be true, although I'd use desperate as opposed to hope. But, yeah, I mean, never chase a man. Never chase a man, ever. If you are chasing, if you feel like, you're starting it, you know, you're making the first moves or whatever, stop because, you know, he don't want you or he's an idiot and he's not paying attention, which means he doesn't want you. Okay? If he's not paying attention to you, he doesn't want you. So Probably don't so. even go there. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's just the nature of a man. So, yeah, uh, don't even put yourself out there like that. Move on. There's too many men out there who want to be with you. So, what do you think, Arch? I gotta disagree on this one. Let if if a lady wants to step up, let her step up. I mean, because I I want to I wouldn't call it chasing because I mean we're not talking about as with like the discussion on thirsty. We're not talking about you know you constantly going after this person. It's just a matter of initi- initiating. You know if you if you kind of catch an idea that this guy wants you. And, you know, you can be, if if you are that, you know, no-nonsense type of person, if you if you want, if you feel that, you know, I don't want to wait on him to consider if it's what he wants, then you, you step up and say, hey, listen, do you want to go out sometime and let's think. Now, as far as you initiate first and then you are continually, you know, you're always texting first, you're always calling first, you're always coming out with the plans, then, yeah, then I would say, you know, rethink who's interested in this relationship. But as for for that initial first date, you know, go for it. Absolutely. There's no, there's there's absolutely no reason why, you know, you should just just say that, you know, the guy has to always, always make the first move. Okay. Now, on Twitter, um, a question was asked to you, Crystal, by PJ Extra. He says he doesn't necessarily agree with you, but are you saying that being thirsty 
or just approaching is desperate, I, I guess, from a woman's perspective? Is that some kind of show of desperation? All right, look. Okay. <laughs> As a woman, there are ways of letting a guy know that you're interested. There's a certain way you look, maybe looking longer, maybe smiling, um, or whatever. And um, you, there's nothing wrong with going up to him and saying, um, excuse me, do you have the time, or something, whatever, you know, to get a conversation going, or whatever. But as far as approaching him in a direct way to say, look, I um, would just like to go out to do so what, what guys do is like, okay, would you like to have a cup of coffee? Would you like to go, to, you know, have lunch or whatever, you know, to have the, that initial interaction? Mm-hmm. A woman should never have to do that. You should never have to do that. If you do that, I say you're you're being a little desperate or a little insecure or you're going after somebody who really doesn't want to be with you. Um, and, I, and, okay, for me personally, if I have to do that, then I don't want to be with him anyway because I want a man who's going to come after me because he wants to be with me. His initial reaction when he sees me or around me or whatever is that he wants to make that shit happen. Okay, that's the kind of man I'm interested in. I'm not interested in one who doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know how to say it. He's over here thinking about it. Or what? Uh-uh, I don't have time for that. That's not. I'm not attracted to those kind of men. So, and most women aren't either. Okay, um, they may end up with those kind of men, but they're not attracted. <laughs> you know, not initially. So, because uh, that's about being a man, about being strong, about being assertive. Women are attracted to that. So, yeah. I mean, I just think that you know it's wrong if you if you physically have to open your mouth to say, let's go to dinner, like, a, you know, asking him out on a date, then something is wrong with this picture. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. He might say, oh, yeah. But, see, now I'm a second thought, you know. I mean, I had to convince him. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I mean, he may say, yeah, sure, why not? You know, yeah, you know, all right. But, I mean, I'm a second thought to him. I'm, you know, he's probably focused on something else. Or someone else. Right. But since I came up, he was like, oh, okay, sure, why not? You know? Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I don't do that. And most okay. women don't do that, and they don't like it when they have to do that. It's some bullshit, man. Uh-uh. No. But it could be uh, that initial question that opens the floodgates for him to be assertive and take charge and things like true. that. That's what I'm saying. That kind That's of guy true. is not attractive to me. No, if you have to you, fucking, if I have to do that in order to get you to do something, then we we don't we don't get along anyway. We're not compatible. Because and the man and I get what you're saying too. Is strong. He's I get what you're saying. You're, you're looking for that that kick down the door, go getter type guy. And but like I like Al yes. Yeah, there are some guys who may need to be nudged, and once they get nudged, that's when they. You know, take control. So I get what you're saying. It's a matter of preference. Because well, the thing about it is, right. I I just I just had this conversation with my sister because, you know, she was talking about how this man previously there were guys that she had she had to initiate, and after she initiated, it was like they're a whole other person. And she was saying like, you know, that she was she was giving them all these signals and things like that, and I, I had to tell her, like, listen, first of all, you're born and raised in the Caribbean dealing with stateside guys. That's a whole, we speak a different language there. 
And the the whole simple simple part about it is when you're given a lot of these singles, these signals. Long story short, guys are idiots. The the whole the whole lot of us, we're not gonna catch those fly a lot of those yeah, I agree fly with that. little signals. <laughs> I'll, oh, I'll okay. be straight up with that. You give you give the you give these signals, and you know you're gonna you you think you're being absolutely clear, and the guy is thinking out is thinking like, man, I gotta finish that project at work, yo. Man, I gotta make sure I get the, you know, with a lot, a lot of times, you know, we we have studied, we have studied for years to try to understand and break the code, and we probably got halfway through chapter one, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, let me uh, go to another caller from the eight five zero, the Emerald Coast line. Hi, Pastor Cola, Florida, and welcome on the Buckster. What's happening, bro? What up? What up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well. Aren't cool, you gonna cool. have to? Uh, aren't you gonna have to uh, message me uh, my theme song, man? All the show legends have theme <laughs> songs. I need to get you one. Uh, I think I can work I, something out. I mean, I could throw on that We Gone Jam, but uh, yeah, but um, that could work. So okay, okay. But uh, our double standard is using the I don't know excuse. Sometimes women like yeah. to play play dumb for a variety of reasons. Maybe it's just for attention, just to manipulate. Or maybe she's just being plain lazy. You know, when she says, I don't know how to build an IKEA, you know, IKEA um, entertainment center, or I don't know how to use the remote control, because more than likely there's some dude who's willing to do it. But what happens when a guy says, I don't know? I mean, is that a turn off to most women? <laughs> Ladies can get away with playing dumb, but why why is that if what happens if a guy does? It's not smart for guys to say they don't know. Simply because we supposed to know. I mean, I'm not saying we supposed to know everything, but you know, women look to us to know things. Especially if we're trying to fix something for them or something like that. Regardless of what their reasoning is, you know we supposed to know. You know, and if we don't know, you better you damn sure better not say you don't know. You better just you just even if you got to fake it till you make it, you got to do something to make sure you figure it out. I mean, this I think there's enough expertise out there now, and there's enough internet and phone and all that kind of shit where you can find something out real fast. If you don't know, you can figure it out and save face. At least you know do it correctly. Okay. And um, what do you think, Crystal? If a guy is a guy unattractive, if he kind of plays the I don't know or plays dumb on certain things. Yeah. Is, I mean, is it okay for a what? woman? Oh, my God. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going out with a guy, why am I going to get my oil changed? Why is this happening? Why am I actually physically having to do this? Okay. What are you here for? Why am I paying somebody to mow my fucking lawn? What are you good for? I mean, I mean, this, this is the whole thing. If a guy does not know how to do it, then he better well better have a boy, one of his boys, he knows somebody who knows somebody who can do it. Like, baby, I don't know how to change out an engine, but, hey, I know Tony – Across the way, you know, he, his his brother is a, is a mechanic, but I'll get him to come over here, and he he can do that shit for you. Thank you. 
Okay. Thank you. I don't know how it got done. Just make sure make it happen. Just make that shit happen. Okay. So that's what I mean. A woman can do it. Yeah, I can program my electronic system or get my computer. I can do that shit. You know. But why should I have to? Because guess what? What see what's happening is if I have to do this, okay, um, then you don't get sex. You get a take it off, or maybe you don't get a blowjob. You just get regular straight sex, motherfucker. Because I had to go and do this shit myself. And you're like, well, what? Oh, damn, what's what's going on? Um, I had to mow the lawn today, motherfucker. So going straight for the jugular. I mean, come on. Every fucking guy knows that. Just like. When you talk about, well, damn, baby, I don't smell no food when I come in the house. Yeah, well, I don't smell no grass being cut either. So, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Nice. All right, so let's talk about using sex as a tool. Okay, you know. Okay. You can, right. You can deny a woman sex and she'll figure out how to satisfy herself. You deny a man sex and he'll be begging for it. But so, I mean, is there a different approach to sex? Can, because of the double standard, is that how men are easily manipulated? And I go to you, Arch. That's just hardwired into us, just by nature and nurture, you know. Women women are going to get away with that one every single time. But um, using sex as a um, bargaining chip. But yeah, so I mean, it's like, what was the question? Sorry, Mischievous distracted me. Um, as far as the the double standard, uh, is the double standard as far as sex goes between men and women is what allows men to get manipulated easily, because we just mm-hmm. have to have it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's like I said, it's hardwired in, and um, women will use sex to bargain to get whatever they want and they will always get it. They they think they said it was over in um some African nation that the, all the women said no sex until some law was passed and I'm pretty sure it got passed. Quickly. Cuz it that is that is just the power the power of boners. It, you know, you cannot you can't deny it. And if it, with with women is like not only are not only is it hardwired into their brains to you know to be able to go without sex but also they are raised to be able to be like you know you don't you don't want sex it's not that necessity hold on to it you know hold on to your virginity don't let it go you know save it for the one person so they spend their entire lives holding on to it when they when you piss them off to be like, I can hold on for another year or two. It's cool. It's nothing. I did, I did seventeen years in school. What's another? What's another three for a guy? No, you Lord. know, for a guy, you know, you just look at them and they're like, all all growing up, the boys are like, oh, you get this one, all oh, got that one, all oh, got that one, oh, get as many girls as possible. So you could tell them you can't get enough for the next five minutes. It doesn't matter if they weren't, they weren't going to get it anyway. They're already losing their natural mind. Okay. All right. And 
mean, the bedroom battle, it isn't the best way to get what you want. It's not very sophisticated, but it's effective. And it's something that, you know, women have mastered. And because of that, they will always have control over us guys, whether we like it or not. But, all right, Buck, let me ask you this. And and some people look at this differently, but I'm going to ask your opinion, Buck. Is it a double standard when it comes to men and women and awkward but natural bodily functions? In other words, if a woman burps and farts around you, are you good with it? <laughs> That's funny. Um, probably not at first because you're in, in the getting to know stage. You don't necessarily want your woman to be, I mean, I guess a burp would be okay, but damn sure not a fart. And that's just not something that you are, are prepared for just yet. Um, but after you know them for a little while, you know, get to know some of the intricacies about them and things of that nature, and they, you know, they break wind or something, I guess it's all right, you know, but I damn sure don't want to figure that out, you know, first two or three days. I don't want, I don't want you farting around me just yet because I ain't comfortable with that, that aspect. So soon, because everybody's gas ain't the same. Some of that shit has knocked your ass out. So, that's something I got to ease into. That's not something I'm ready to just jump off in when they be breaking out. So. And Arch, do you have to get familiar with your with your mate's sense, like Buck said, <laughs> or is it a turn off one way or the other, or is it not a big deal even date one? No, in in general, um, I'm not cool. People farting around me, you know. You step aside, <laughs> step away to get rid of that. You 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 gotta be like even 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 if I just meet someone today and you letting them rip just like that, I'm gonna watch you kind of weird. That's not again like burping, like okay, but you know at least even then, not no loud from your toes burp that echoes across the room. You know, even then, you kind of got to tone it down. But I mean, once once you get to know someone, then yeah, you could you could let it rip when we're cool and stuff, however you feel like. But yeah, you you gotta get to know people before you can do stuff like that. Okay, Crystal, does it matter about a guy um, that may just burp and fart or do whatever? Is that just a guy being a guy? Um. Well, I guess it is because the guys are pretty disgusting. But I wouldn't want him to do that around me um, until, yeah, until we get to that level in our relationship, you know. But um, so he would need to I keep that under control, I guess. It's just not not attractive. And I have a thing about smells, so, you know. I mean, I get that. I mean, how someone smells is very important. But uh, with me, I don't want to – I know it happens. Okay. I don't want to be a part of it. I just don't. I don't care if we've dated for a month. I don't care if we've dated for a decade. If I can be eliminated from the equation of someone passing gas out of either orifice, I just prefer to not be a part of it. However, um, it's just something about a woman burping in public that just irks me. 
I mean, to the point that where I, I would just be, I, I just want to turn over the table and walk off. <laughs> if I'm in well, public, and a, table. And a, yeah, if I'm in public at a restaurant and a woman burps, burps loud enough for me to hear, I mean, it's one thing if it's just accidental. You know, sometimes it sneaks up on you. But where it looks like you've kind of like, you know, put some umph into it, like you knew it was coming and you wanted to just sing a song with it or something or whatever, I, I am so ready to get up and walk off. I am serious. That's just something I just don't like at all. It's embarrassing to me. So, but all right. So, when it comes to insecurities, you know, when a woman shows that she's being vulnerable or she's a little insecure, she may admit, you know, hey, she's insecure about something. Then that's just her wanting that support from her significant other or whatever the situation is. And the man shows her a little extra affection and everything is good. But when a guy feels insecure, it can kind of be a huge turnoff. And, I mean, Crystal, does that go to that, like, alpha male thing for you where if a guy is insecure, you may look at him as having some type of behavioral issue uh, rather than just whatever's going on? Well, I guess, first of all, it would depend on um, how well we know each other. And... um, and then I would know where that where it was coming from. And as long as it's not every little thing, it's like some wimp or crying all the time. I mean, I mean, if it's just, I mean, if that's a part of getting to know somebody. I mean, when you get to know somebody, there are things about them that are they're going to be, you know, a little vulnerable about. And even for those alpha males that I love. Um, there there are going to be things about them that they don't they're not very sure about in life or themselves or whatever. And actually, it's better when one of them actually shows that it's actually better. But um, but yeah, I mean, no, I, I think I think it's fine because I think for women though, we do a lot of nurturing actually when it comes to men who are in our lives, and so we tend to listen to that and we hear it a lot, actually. Um, you know, because we're there like counselors sometimes, you know, about a lot of things that go on in their life and we're there to support them and and be there for them and rub their shoulders or whatever. I mean, we're, we're pretty much there. We hear a lot when it comes to men and their frailties. So it's not really uncommon for women. Okay. And what do you think, Buck? Um, if a man shows any type of insecurities, is it a turn off to women? Or do you think he can do that and be okay with a majority of women in today's society? Well, you know, it's insecurities on both sides, you know, from what I see in today's time. But, I mean, because simply because there's so much, I mean, there's so many different factors now that probably weren't in the play back then. I mean, we live in a fast-paced society. So with that being said, I mean, there's going to be some insecurities on both sides, whether you, no matter how macho you may be or not. Um, but the best thing to do is just, you know, uh, you know, from a work from the male side, you know, you just have to do the best you can, just like a, you know, just like from the female side, you got to do the best you can. You can't let, you know, small insecurities mess up a relationship. Best thing to do is just, you know. Everybody has their, you know, shortcomings or whatnot. Best thing to do is just find common ground, you know, communicate, 
that's important, and, uh, you know, go from there. But it can't be to the point where where the male is weak. You can't be yeah. insecure to the point, you know, to where you look like a little bitch running around. You got to you got to be, you know, you got to be up on your game. So best thing to do is just, you know, find common ground, communicate, and go from there. Okay. All right. I got another caller. Caller from the six hundred one area code. Down in Jackson. What up, Q? What up, Radio World? Same song, courtesy of Chris. <laughs> and Eminem, I ask you, man, everyone knows your reputation on the show as being a man's man. If a man shows insecurity in a relationship, you know, to, with his woman, is that going to be a turnoff to her? Is she going to look at that as a sign of weakness, or will she, you know, embrace it and accept it? You know, maybe he oh, thinks she, that uh, she says some, I don't know, mean to him, or maybe he thinks she flirted with the barista at Starbucks a little too much. Something that made him a little insecure. Yeah, I mean, she 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 she's gonna she's gonna look at him like he's, uh, and to some actually, it might be even flattering. You know, she gonna know he pussy whip. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but you know, if, if he got her. In check to the point where it's like she know that you know, and you know something I always taught my 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 sons once they reach a certain point, you know that a female a dime a dozen, you know what I'm saying. So, and uh, you know if you go through life with that approach, usually a lot a lot of shit will work out better for you, especially you know getting played like a chump and stuff, you know, you know yeah, you know hoes gonna be hoes, but the thing about it is you know it's, it's about what you knows, you know what I'm saying, because. The nose knows where everybody knows, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like it's just like uh you ever seen these guys, man, and you can almost tell what the deal is, like who in control, who got the biggest dick and all that kind of shit is like the way the female treats him in public and stuff like that. See that's see that's that's that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, well, yeah, you don't know what's happening, but if if you, if the world know that, you know, if this chick is coming to you too crazy or too strong or too disrespectful, whatever the category is, you know what I'm saying? You finna flat iron her, flat, straight iron her motherfucking hair. You know what I'm saying? That, um, figuratively, that, um, that usually you know, give more strong points on, on the manliness than somebody, you know, walking around like venting on mama's family and shit, you know, you know, whatever you say, like, oh, and all this shit, nah, hell right, no, right. Nigga. you know, nah, you can't go out like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Like, so, like this bitch ain't even got to go on, on Alley Madison or whatever shit, man, this is right in your damn face. You sitting up here a damn whole-ass nigga, you know. All right, so uh, another double standard that people encounter in relationships. Uh, well, I wouldn't necessarily call it a double standard. We'll just call it a difference in relationship. Is when sometimes you get forced to partake in an activity that kind of suits one gender more so than the other traditionally. Like maybe she wants you to watch a romantic comedy with her or go um, ice skating or wear matching T-shirts or something like that, whereas maybe you want her to 
Um, well, no, it is kind of a double standard. Cause most of the time, guys don't want you watching football with them. They don't don't want you hanging out with them when they're trying to play dominoes or something like that. So, Crystal, I mean, is it is it, I guess, easier for a woman to convince a man to partake in her girly activities more so than a guy getting rid of her to participate in his male activities? I guess that would depend on the, on the couple, really. I mean, first of all, you have to compromise. I mean, you have to, like, okay, well, I like football, so going to a football game is not bad. But, I mean, okay, it's baseball. Okay, so he's into baseball. That would tor- that's torture for me. So if he was into baseball and he's like, okay, you have to come, you know, watch this baseball game, then that would be torture. I'd say, okay, I will come and watch the baseball game with you. But that means that um, you're going to have to take me to this um, opera or <laughs> something. Mm. And, I mean, so you have to do a compromise um, or, or something. And as far as it depends on the woman, too, but for me, I mean, I like giving my man space because, first of all, I don't want him up under me all the time either. So, And there's certain things I wouldn't have him do. It's just girl time. I definitely wouldn't have him dress up the same way as I do. That is so creepy and weird to me. I don't know why people do that. But um, I think that you have, in order to have a healthy relationship, you have to know what the boundaries are, and you have to be able to allow this person to have a life outside of you. So, and but you do have to. Um, there has to be some sort of, uh, you know, compromise. I mean, I, in one particular relationship I was in, um, I love movies. Okay, I'm a movie buff, so I love going to movies. And the guy I was dating, unless it was some sort of completely ridiculous action movie, he was literally asleep through the whole thing. And I was like, oh, my God. So we had to kind of go back and forth. You choose movies this time, and next time I'll choose a movie. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, so you have to do that in order to um, be in a relationship. And I think women tend to... Um, are more able to compromise certain things than men do. I, or I, I think probably both sexes probably feel that they they do more than the other sex does, as far as you know. Yeah. You know, going to something or being a part. I think we really feel that we are doing more. Like I go to all your shit and you never come to my shit or, or whatever. Everybody always feels that way, but. And I think it's rare if you can have a healthy relationship where you can oh, compromise down the middle. Oh, uh, uh, Crystal, he could come to all your shit just so you don't come to his shit. That's how some guys. I mean, yeah, because a lot of guys don't want the woman to Yeah. It's like, shit, you know. It's like, yeah, a lot of guys say, okay, let me go ahead and chop this damn wood so, you know, you can get some kind of you know, sneak time or whatever shit. And like, damn. Good, bye. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean. I mean. <laughs> Fuck away from me. <laughs> hey, I mean, well, let me, ask, let me ask the guys a question, and you can just answer this collectively. It's just a yes or no question. Would you watch a romantic comedy uh, knowing that there's absolutely no chance you're going to have sex after it's over? Yes. Yep. What? <laughs> oh, to my way at the house. Yeah, I would. It, it, or it's, it's not, not going to kill me. 
Romantic comedies actually turn women on, so I don't know where that that doesn't even make sense. Well, I mean, but if I you mean, know if, you're not going to have if, sex afterward, maybe she's on her period or something. Uh, nah, oh, sorry. Well, you can still give a blowjob. Right. <laughs> you're not having sex. All right, Bill Clinton no or, or otherwise. No sex. <laughs> Sleeping through the morning. Hey, you messing this up, Q. Just like this. Shit. Sleeping through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, well, you're going to have sex at some point in the future. So if you want to have hope. sex at some point yeah. in the future, then you'll do it. You just I save it. So. Okay. You just. You just save yeah. the moment and log it to be redeemed at a later date. Yeah. That's all. But but okay. like I say, man, exactly. if you if you sleep on your stomach, exactly. you know, like I do, you know, going to sleep with a wood facing down ain't a good feeling. So it's a kickstand, man. And <laughs> <laughs> that bed ain't got no give in it, so ain't no hole in that motherfucker, man. So all right, so here here's one of the big double standards, and Buck. I'm going to go to you on this one, Buck. Here's one of the big double standards when it comes to relationships. Probably the biggest, especially if Ray would have been on tonight. Guys paying for all or most of the dates with his lady. In 2015, Buck, is it still fair for a guy to pay for a majority or all of the dates? Or is it now foul and a woman should be expected to carry her fair share? Wow. I mean, that's that's really a slippery slope. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two I'm gonna give you two uh, instances here, and um, the reason I'm going by two because they have both of these actually happened to me. Now, one girl I dated, she refused to let me pay. She wanted to pay her half, and let me pay my half because she felt that she was, you know, if she's a working woman and I'm a working man, that we should pay for ours. And that was the first time that ever happened. Some, and I, it I don't know, just a second, it's some. It's some music in the background or something. Can somebody mute that? It's not mine. Uh, I, I don't have the music on. All right, so go ahead. But anyway, anyway, I thought that that, was, that really kind of shocked me because I would, you know, put my money down first to pay for it. She goes, "No, I got this. You know, I'm paying for my, you pay for yours." And I mean, and it actually, it, it was actually to me, it actually pissed me off because I'm going like, "Look, you know, I'm trying to take care of you. You know, I want, you know, I want thinking that, you know, I ain't got the money because I got it, you know." And, you know, she that's just the way she was. And then then I have then, you know, then I have one that that's how you know, she wants me to pay every time, you know, she don't want to pick up the tab. So I mean it just depends on what your you know, there every, every you know, depending on what part of the country you grew up in, um, will determine certain things. You know, in the south, you know, women in well, pretty much we can hear Crystal and she's not from the south. But, you know, she wants, you know, she wants guys to pick up the tab, and that's cool. There's no problem with that. But, you know, there are some women out there that are independent enough that they feel that, you know, they can, you know, they can tell their own. So it just depends on what kind of relationship you're in and what's going to determine that. Because we're in 2015, so things ain't like they used to be. But, you know, for me, being a guy, I want to pick up the tab, so. Okay. And, Crystal, how do you feel about it? Uh, Should... Women just allow guys to do their thing and pick up the tab. Is that just a guy's responsibility? All right. <laughs> Even in 2015, okay, a woman may pick up the tab, and we may go 
once you get into a real relationship, I mean, a serious relationship, then that kind of stuff really kind of goes out the window because what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You get married and all that kind of stuff. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about dating. Okay. So in dating, yeah, you pick up the tab, okay? And I am perfectly willing to. I'm not going to fight you on it. I mean, but if I'm paying for it or paying my half or whatever, then it probably means I don't really want to sleep with you. Or I don't want I don't want to owe you anything. Okay, I just want mm-hmm. whatever happens tonight. I want it to stop right now, you know, at this moment. So there is no coming back, kind of a thing. Um, so and I think most women kind of feel that way. <laughs> you know, if I'm picking up the tab or, or we're doing this halfsies or hey, you pay for yours, I'll pay for mine or whatever. Yeah, that means I really don't want to be with you. <laughs> That's what that means. Okay, now for if you um if a woman picks up the tab um even if it's like okay one time you do it next time you do it or whatever I'm not talking words just simply okay I'm getting a hot dog I'll grab you one or something no I'm talking about an actual date um if the man doesn't say hey yo whoa 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 I got this I got this don't worry about it I got it <laughs> that's what she's waiting for she's waiting for you to say that if you don't say it hey, it's cool but, you know, that's a check mark off of your ass, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, that's how women think. Even though she may not make a big deal about it. I mean, a lot of mm-hmm. women today are not going to make a big deal about it. But in her mind, you just lost some points. That's just the way it is, okay. And, um, and, and and it's different when you have to pick up the check, like you know his ass ain't got no money, which means why I'm not with you anyway. But... <laughs> Uh, but if Can that's the case, there? or he left he left his wallet, or what, I mean, we're not talking about accidents or simple stuff. No, we're talking about yeah, actual yeah. date. I'm sitting here. No, 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 no. It will happen, and yes, she may not say anything. And see, when when women say that stuff, like what he just said about, oh no, I don't want you to. I, I want to pay for everything. See, a woman who does that is trying to control your ass. And then it has nothing to do with independence. She's trying to control you, okay, number one. and um, Or it's the same thing with women who say, oh, I don't like flowers. Oh, I'm not the kind of woman who needs flowers. You don't need to bring me flowers. So you never bring her flowers. That's a bullshit, okay? That's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap, okay? It's a trap. So anytime a woman comes at you on the left and you're like, oh, my God, I don't have to pay. Oh, my God, I don't have to buy her flowers. Oh, she, she, sometimes they don't mean shit to her. She don't care about none of that shit. She's a real woman. Yeah, right, motherfucker. <laughs> you're <laughs> fucked up, okay? Because what happens is when you start having arguments and stuff, she's like, look, motherfucker, I pay for every motherfucker thing. You don't owe me shit. I don't owe you shit. Fuck you. You ain't shit no way. Because if you were a real man, you would have uh-uh. paid for that shit anyway. That's how women think. And so there it is. So that's a trap. So anytime you hear a woman saying that shit, she's trying to control your ass, and she's trying to set you up as some bullshit later. <laughs> Crystal, you slay me. And uh, But uh, Robin, one of the cocktails and conversations divas, you know, the one out there in Bakersfield, California. Hey, Robin. Um, heard what you said about, you know, you wanted to take care of the woman, and she replied on Facebook with, um, I'm in love with Buck. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, see? <laughs> so natural reaction. And like, Thank you. My, my homie Tiandra chimed in. 
And uh, she says, I feel like the only time that um, that should occur, meaning a guy paying for all the dates, I'm sorry, a woman paying for the date, I guess, is if you're in a committed relationship, um, then the dude doesn't have to pay all the time. Right. So, and yeah, like Crystal said, was yours is mine, was mine is hers. I think it's how it works. (laughs) Uh, But, all right, so let me ask this for the fellas. Archie, let me ask you this, man. If your woman paid for every other date, you know, a woman you're you're just meeting for the first time, you all are going out, would you feel funny about it? Like Buck says he feels funny about it. Or would you be more of a pre- more appreciative of her? Would it actually, you know, kind of play in her favor? Arch, did I lose you? Let me go to Eminem. Eminem, if a woman is, is, is paying for every other date, and everything, man, is that is is she a keeper or do you kind of feel some kind of way about it? Um, it it all depends on the situation. Uh if I already done hit or whatever, you know, it's like, well, you know, my thing is I don't want nobody else's food, I want your food, you know, so like, you know, now I wanna give you the ultimate test. You need you know, you need to cook me up something, you know, uh pretty much on my request. And then I'm seeing how much lip you give me about it. So if you don't give a lot of lip about it, I'm looking like, okay, this might be all right. But if it's all that bullshit, then nah, nah. But um, but I, I wanted to make a comment on the on the on the other one though, real quick. Um, <laughs> Robbie uh, called Buck Bucky Pie. Oh my goodness, this is getting serious. <laughs> Damn. Okay, uh, go I, ahead. I really, I, I really like. Uh, oh, go ahead. Nah, go, go ahead, Eminem. Okay, I, I really liked uh, the answer Crystal gave because uh, I think that's that kind of uh, fits not all women, but but most. I mean, it's like certain stuff is kind of like more like a test. And for the guys, my 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 advice is, you know, it all depends how thirsty you are. I mean, this is a chick you really, really, really into, well, especially physically, and you know, you really want to get at her. Well, I mean. You know, I don't. I don't think you know. Uh, uh, paying for an extra cocktail gonna be the end all on it. You know, if you're really mm-hmm. into the chick. But now, if it's just something casual and you figure the, it's a situation where the chick trying to be a gold digger and all that. Well, I mean, if it's like that, you know, don't 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 even waste your time with it. But if you're really trying to uh, pursue a little bit and she really kind of got your attention, well, you know, I mean. Uh, it's just like anything else, you know, you <laughs> you kind of get what you pay for, you know. So, uh, uh, you know, I I, uh, I got some material, actually. Uh, it's taking me a little bit longer to finish than I thought because of the other shit I'm doing now, man. It's, I'm getting killed. But uh, on the art of being a John, you know, and uh, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you have to hear that on another segment, another show. But... Um, it it all depends on how bad you want the woman, you know, it's like, you know, if, if you really don't want her, don't spend a dime on her. But if you, you really trying to get at her, I mean, and if, and if she's responding, you know, at least got you favorably, favorably, well, shit, man, it's like a strip club. I mean, hell, you know, if the, if the, if the hoes ain't even speaking, well, she got a, 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 uh, 
less likely chance to get tipped than a, you know, than the, than the friendly chick that's, that's also got the, the banging body to go with it to your particular liking. So guess right. what? You might actually spend more money than you plan to. So it's all in it's all in the flow. No doubt, no doubt. Okay. And uh, so I, I guess Arch, are you there, man? All right. And well, Buck, you've already kind of made your your point about how you said you might feel a little funny about it. I, I just think that uh, there's some people out there, there's some women out there who think that guys paying for every day is outdated and that, you know, with women um, being, you know, some being breadwinners in their household and things of that nature, then they can um, afford to pay every now and then. Me personally, uh, I just always assume I'm paying for the day. If a woman wants to offer, a lot of times the offer is good enough for me and I'm like, nah, I'm good. And everything. So if she wants to offer, I think that goes a long way. And if she just insists and decides to pay, then you know that's you know makes me have more of an appreciation for. Her. I mean, uh, you know, I went out with someone, you know, more than a decade ago, and got up to go use the restroom. When I came back, she had paid the bill, and I married her. So I'm just saying it just has more of an impact on a guy. Sometimes it can be really impressive when a woman doesn't mind doing so, even though I don't think she's necessarily obligated. All right. So I guess to sum everything up, and Crystal, I'll go back to you. Well, let me go to Buck. Are double standards, Buck, still necessary in modern-day relationships? I mean, are we always going to have them? And do they, I mean, in a way, do they serve a purpose? Well, I don't. I mean, I think in today's time, I see you. You have to be able to roll. You got to be able to roll with change because things are constantly evolving in today's relationship. Today's seem like today's relationship more complex than what they were back in the day, or maybe they weren't that complex. It's just that now they're you know some of the same stuff that was happening then we just didn't know about it. But with the event of, of social media, you know now everybody's business out in the open because nobody knows how to keep their damn mouth shut. But um. I think with, you know, relationships in today's time, they're constantly evolving, so you got to change with it. And some of the things that, you know, that we learned when we were coming up, since we're the last of the Mohicans, you know, even we have to make some changes, so therefore we can make our relationships better. Um, you got to be able, you got to be able to roll change, uh, because what works for, you know, what may have worked for your parents or may have worked in a past relationship doesn't work in your current one. So, I think if you go with change and as long as you communicate, which, you know, I always say that's key because it is, as long as there's uh, an open line of communications and um, and you be able to roll with change, I think it's, it's going to be essential to your relationship because, I mean, you just don't want to do the same thing all the time. So when you, when you do the same thing, that's usually when relationships get stale and that's usually when shit starts hitting the fan. So, my thing is, if you always change your relationship, keeping your relationship fresh, you'll be all right. All right. And um, let's see. PJ Extra said it's they're not necessarily going away. Either it is just what it is. Um, it's like a nece- it's necessary evil. 
And Tiandra said the same thing on Facebook. She said it's a necessary evil. Talking about double standards. Crystal, what do you think? Double standards necessary in relationships? Uh, I mean, you think they're, they're something that should go away? Uh, I think that the um, I think that um, is not. There things do change, of course. Um, but we will never. We will never stop being. We will never stop being a male and being a female. Okay, so that we are inherently different. And we react differently. We have different types of emotions to different things, and um, that's a, just a biological thing. So some of these double standards, quote unquote, come because of those things. We're trying to to make each other, male and female, exactly the same. So so we have to react exactly the same to the exact set of circumstances. That's right. the most ridiculous thing ever. We're not. We're not. We're different. We're we're made differently, so um, so there are going to be things that will will kind of play out as as a, as a double standard because that's who we are, you know, you know until we all become little androgynous little creatures or whatever going I guess actually going backwards little you know pea pods or whatever the fuck, and unless we go backwards into that little amphibians, then we will always be different on that level and that is what attracts the two sexes the differences um i mean i mean because that's just the way it is i mean even if you might say well there are people who are homosexual even the homosexuals they have differences they have the female and the male mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so it's still the same I and mean, it doesn't matter uh it will always be that way and that's the way it should be so there are certain things, even though things around us may change, people have different jobs, a different way of living, and the social media, blah, 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 it doesn't matter. We're still female and male. There it is. Boom. All right. Good stuff, Crystal. Good stuff. And um, y'all can address whatever you have left in your final thoughts. Let's see. Next, well, actually, tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, um, there's a podcast. It's a two-on-one with a young lady named Tanya, who is a psychic out of Southern California. And um, it's normally a Q-on-one, but it was a two-on-one because I had help on this interview, and Crystal was gracious enough to be my co-hostess. And it gives me and Crystal an opportunity to speak with her, uh, this young lady who says she's a clairvoyant, and she's been delivering the message and guidance to people for over 20 years. So that's going to air tomorrow at um, 8 p.m. Eastern. A very entertaining interview with Tanya. And um, I actually corresponded with her today. She wants to come back on sometime around December and actually do some live readings on the air. And so I told her, yes, that would be kind of cool, kind of different to do that. And she's going to have some of her clientele check in. And maybe some of you all, some of my listeners may want to check in and get a reading done on the air And um, it's a great interview, though. Check it out. I thought she was very interesting. I liked some of the things she had to say. I've always been skeptical about the third eye type of thing, but I wanted to bring her on and learn more about it, and I did just that. So next week, 
on Tuesday, you're the reason your kids suck at sports. It looks at how parents try to help, but they end up hurting their kids' athletic careers. Just talks about um, parenting in general and how extracurricular activities can actually be a disservice to some kids. That's on Tuesday, September the 8th at 10 p.m. And then next Wednesday, oh, man. Zone Coverage Kickoff 2015, the NFL show where we give all of our predictions and chop it up about what's going to happen in the upcoming football season as we get ready to sit back and enjoy 20-plus weeks of weekends of bliss. All right, so fellas, get ready for that. Yep, next Wednesday, have your predictions ready for division winners, playoffs teams, MVPs, Coach of the Year. We're getting into all of that. Next week on the Talk TV Radio Show, no experts, just opinions. Brought to you by TruthDevour.com. Let's get final thoughts. And Eminem, I'll start with you, sir. Oh man, uh, you know, fantastic uh, show, great topics. Um, uh, I got on pretty. I got on, had to get off, and got back on pretty late, but. From the comments I heard, you know, uh, everybody had some real strong uh, points because most of it based on not only probably real life experience, but but from a realistic standpoint. But uh, uh, I like just to add something, and um, I'm gonna take you to a different zone on this one. It being the, the not the eve of zone coverage kickoff, but the pre week to it, actually almost a week from the day. It's like this, fellas. I, if we were going to a game, now we already know in your mind, you know, a football field still 100 yards and it's still 11 players on both sides of the field, offense and defense, right? But, you know, a preseason game ticket going to cost less than a regular season game, right? And oh, supposed to. Well, so, okay, well, just figuratively anyway. Not in Jerry world. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, say, just say with the Cleveland Browns. A preseason game. You could have picked uh, a better team. Well, yeah, I just did it to fuck with you, Buck. But a <laughs> preseason game gonna, ticket going to cost more than a regular season. And normally, a regular season game going to cost a little less than a playoff. And a Super Bowl ticket is going to be on the 50-yard line going to cost more than all of them. So, point I'm getting at is this. You know, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, a, f- a female ain't nothing but a slit and, and, and two balloons. But at the same time, God you know. It, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. But <laughs> it's the difference. Oh, it's, it's the other factors that that, that 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 makes it different. See what I'm saying? It's no different than a car got four tires on it, you know, and a transmission and a steering wheel. You know, but it's a difference between a, 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 a Yugo and a Lamborghini. So what I'm saying is that there's really no right or wrong way, you know, modern time versus past time. It all depends on, uh, and I know one of the main tops tonight was being thirsty. It all depends on the level of thirst somebody has for the other person, uh, depending on what manner it is and what is your perception of what you really, really want. And if you come across what you perceive to be your possible Super Bowl ticket to see your winning team on the 50-yard line, you're more apt to do certain things. So 
uh, I wish Fred was listening or whatever, because uh, I was going to tell him to try this out. You don't do the same thing all the time. You know what I'm saying? The worst thing a guy can do is have a reputation of doing the same thing. You see what I'm saying? It it it, 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 it always catches attention when somebody say, nah, I ain't never heard that guy doing this or that, you know. So he must really like you. He must be really into you. See, that's, that's, that's a difference being laid. You see what I'm saying? Now you feeling a little bit special. See what I'm saying? Possibly anyway. See what I'm saying? You, you already sitting the eyes up in your favor. You see what I'm saying? You, you just don't. You just don't do certain things, you know what I'm saying? Because if all you got to do is, you know, give somebody, you know, five dollars for, you know, a Popeyes two piece, well, hell nah, you ain't finna, you know, come off certain things or do certain things. See what I'm saying? But if you, if you have in your mind, kind of like how, uh, kind of like how Eddie Murphy was on Boomerang, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, you know, he was, you know, ain't like he was thirsting for no sex. He was knocking the Damn near everybody in his office, but you know what I'm saying. But when uh, interest started being in, you know, a certain person, well, you know, he kind of felt out of character. Things started being different, you know. So um, just understand that, you know, it's levels to everything. See what I'm saying? And there's no one size fits all, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, when it comes to it's a difference between socks and shoes, you know what I'm saying? So if if you just fucking just put on some socks, you know what I'm saying? But if you're looking for certain things where you put pick, you know, you going for a certain pair of shoes, that shit is gonna have a different appeal, you know what I'm saying? Socks, you just pick that up anywhere, you know, you know, <laughs> shit, you know. Open your mouth, say ah, oh, that don't mean shit, you know. But if you're looking for a certain shoe, then you know, well, you, you know, sometimes you have to do a little different, you know, you have to do it a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I don't even know what we talk about anymore. Everyone just hijacked the show. We went from talking about preseason yeah. football to socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got fucking socks, dog. I'm sorry, man. Hey, well, I stopped before we start talking about you know sausage and buns and shit. So.
um, for example. But, I mean, the bottom line of it is this. As long as you communicate and keep things, you know, whether you're, just, you know, you're dating somebody for the first time, you know, guys that's listening, you know, you do your due diligence. You know what you're supposed to be doing. If you don't know what you need to be doing, then you need to figure out what you need to be doing. Females don't need to be picking up tabs, you know, on, when, you, when you're dating and things of that nature. I mean, platforms are learning. We're trying to teach people that just don't know what the hell they're doing. And, you know, we, we're putting out good information because we live it. I mean, people on this on the show, we live what we're talking about. We're not just bullshitting. They, I know we say we're not experts, but to a certain extent we are experts because we know what's going on. I mean, we're, we're smart, intelligent people. And the bottom line of it is, is this. I mean, if you listen, take some of this stuff, apply it to your daily life, and it may make your relationship better. You may be able to salvage one that you're losing. So, you know, just food for thought. But great show as always, and everybody enjoy the night. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And let's see. Crystal, shut it down for me. It looks like Arch might have dropped off. Okay. Um. Well, good show. And uh, regarding being thirsty, just to reiterate what I said, it was just uh, for for women, never chase a man. There is absolutely no reason you should ever have to chase a man on any level. Um, but that doesn't mean that you cannot make him aware that you're interested. Okay. So for men who can't get that cue, the main thing is you need to start paying attention. Start paying attention to women. Um, because, you know, the sexes are really aren't that complicated. The only thing is is that women, I think, watch men more. And we pay attention more to what a man does. And we, and we remember <laughs> what someone else did. And we make comparison notes. And we talk about it afterwards. And we have meetings with our girlfriends about what just happened. And then we analyze it. And we go over it. And then we get back out there. Um, only a handful of men actually do that, I think. I think only a handful of men pay attention to women and use the, their knowledge accordingly. So, Amen. Um, Amen. so, so when they, um, when a woman is throwing her signs, her little subtle signs, he catches it quickly. So he knows, okay, now I can go across the room and do whatever I need to do because, mm-hmm. She's ready. She's ready. She looked at me or whatever. He knows that. Not every guy knows that. And I don't know why that is, and it's kind of funny to me. So when a woman says a man is thirsty or, or you know, meaning that, you know, he keeps coming after her and she's like, damn, what else do I have to do? Because she's throwing signs, whether negative or positive, out there all the time. And, um, but they're, they don't, they're not paying attention. Right. At all, and it's really weird to me. So, so that's what I would say for a woman: never chase a man. You never have to. If you have to, then that means that you're second. You're number two or three or four or five in his mind, and you don't ever want to chase a man where you are number two. You're number one. If you're number one, I guarantee, no matter whether he is my usual alpha male or whether he is a little nerd in the corner, he's going to figure out a way to get to you. He'll do it, and men always do that. They always, they go, actually, they kind of go overboard more so than women when they're when they're doing their pursuing. 
and they will do something grandiose. <laughs> They'll do something that's like, damn, really? Because they want you to notice. But that's in the nature of a man. So that's that's what he does normally. If he's not doing that, then he doesn't want you. He'll take you if you go out, come up to him. It's like, okay. But he doesn't really want you. He'll, you know, he'll fuck you, but he doesn't want to be with you. So, and if you don't understand that, then I would say just watch the movie. He's just not that into you. That's to me, that's one of the best movies about how people react to each other. It's so simple. But we don't want to deal with it because we want, we're so insecure within ourselves, we don't want to be rejected. Men, they are always rejected. You know, you're, you're, oh, yeah. you're born to be rejected because, you know, even the sperm, there's like a million sperm and only one gets through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing. There's like a million guys and only one guy is going to get through. So, but that's in the nature of a guy to do that, you know, yeah. to hunt. So for a woman, you should sit back and chill because he's going to come. It's just, you know, one way or the other. Hey, Q, they let that thirteen thirteen go through, though. I mean, she's dropping some knowledge, <laughs> but the eyes get, get a lot higher with that wallet, so. I guess that's why the game's so strong like that. <laughs> so anyway, very good show. Very good conversation. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris. I mean, I'm one, of days, you, one of those days you're going to play that whole damn song, ain't you? You might as well. I don't see why he doesn't play the whole song. Like in the game, uh, oh, yeah, Y'all ain't ready. Ended with one of those songs. We ready. We ready. I wouldn't have said if we weren't ready. Do you even have the whole song? No. All right, so I, I okay. do in my archives, but but not on not uploaded to the radio show server. All right. Well, you all have once again thoroughly amused me. Eminem talking about a slit and two balloons and all this other stuff. Y'all tripped me out. Crystal talking about she don't smell any grass cut. Everything. <laughs> Buck Robin said, um, tell Buck to hit me up. Alright. And uh I I just cracked up laughing at um a Facebook friend of mine named Pebbis who's from Saint Louis and it was just something random. She said this chick has six dudes names tattooed on her body. What are you, a sign in sheet? <laughs> that, that me. A sign in sheet. Oh man, I was so wow. dumb. I had to mute my phone, man. I was cracking up at that. Also, that it was, uh, you know, Dwight Howard was caught recently uh with a gun on him when he got to the airport, but he's not gonna face charges for bringing a gun to an airport. Uh so he gets off the hook there. But how about this, Dwight? How about bringing some condoms to the airport so you stop having all these babies? That's what you need to do. Bring some condoms. Yeah, he he can afford them right now anyway. Right. He's Superman. Or Superman. Okay. Where are you going to call him? Yeah. And then, like I say, you know, it depends on what the, what kind of lifestyle the baby mamas have. Because, see, like, now, if he started dealing with, you know, jokers that come from a little something, well, they idea of money gonna be different than somebody who, you know, grew up eating Vienna sausage and shit. You know, they you know you know He's gonna be off. he's gonna be playing when he's Bill Russell's age to pay for those babies. 
you know, he, he messed with he messed with them same kind of women that damn Tiger Wood be messing with, be going to McDonald's and Popeyes and shit, be getting them kind of women. I mean, so, but Tiger Woods, you know, he had those minimum wage women, so, I mean, you know. Yeah, that's Dwight Howard, that's the way. Yeah, see, Tiger Howard follow right in his footprints. Right in his yeah. footprint. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Um, when they don't know what nothing is, I mean, you know, big money, think about it. You know, people selling <laughs> kids just to get an extra $1,500 on a tax refund, so you start talking about, you know, 3500 that ain't nothing. You can, you know. You know, they 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 balling out. But now you take like uh uh I'm trying to think of some some uh like uh Demi Moore's daughter or something, see she got some money, you mess around and drop one there where you finna be messed up. See she already made that so I don't know. know, I think the broke ones are the ones that I mean, because you look at it, most broke guys end up being the ones that make it to the NBA and spend all their money, so I can only imagine that uh the broke women yeah. would do the same. Yeah, but I don't spend all the money once they got it. A broke woman can't afford no real lawyer. They be getting like you know state appointed people and stuff. They, man, you you can beat that all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate that advice, Eminem. <laughs> advice to all you NBA and football stars out there, in baseball, whatever sport you may play. You know, find one from the hood. Get one that's a little underprivileged. And you may have a better opportunity in court. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> like Chris, like Chris Carter said. Get, you know, all you like have Chris to do. Said, next to you, get a scapegoat. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, that is such bullshit. <laughs> you know, you know, she gets pregnant by LeBron James. All she has to do is mention LeBron James, and he will do it for free. Because the he's going to get paid. Come on. Yeah, the lawyers will show up. Thank well, yeah, you. I mean, Hello. Hello. That's, that's an exception to the Please. rule. But if you, if you, um, I don't Man, know. You get just, pregnant by uh, J.J. Barrera, you may not have that same look. Right, right, right. Or, you know, some <laughs> little known guy that, you know, is on the, like this, uh, this queer, well, I guess you can't say queer, this gay guy that came out of Collins or whatever. But, you know, just say if he was straight, he was like on the third string or something like that. You know, I mean, to a working person, he rich, but I'm saying nobody knows him like that. So, you know, Look, you can, it don't matter. That's why the laws are the way they are for child support. It's all yeah. based on percentages. Yeah, but what I'm saying you can pay it. You don't have. You'll never get. You'll never get taken to court if somebody don't know what real money is. If you halfway do a little something for them, you know, based on their lifestyle, they think they. Are doing well, but really they getting shorted, but they don't know they getting shorted. See what I'm saying? On on Twitter, PJ Extra said Eminem is buck wild. <laughs> you know, he made a comment about the two slits and the the two below and the slit. <laughs> yeah, there goes another Eminem Eminem Eminemism out there in the world. Oh yeah, somebody get a T-shirt made. But look, her hair did, her mama's hair did. You paying her auntie light bill. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man. You good. You good in the hood. Because they going to, you know, you, you keep the babies on Medicaid so you can get all the in medical stuff for free. You're tonight, ain't you? Yeah. And see, you 
really dealing with folks with low IQs, so you just you don't come to them. Uh-huh. You know, you, you But you know what? You bring up you bring up an interesting point though, and we would we were talking about this on Facebook the other day. That's exactly what's wrong with this country because I mean, all this Medicaid and all this kind of shit and you know, people are trying to trip now because Florida is one of the first states that make you do drug tests and things of that nature before you get on you know, get on Medicaid and welfare and those type of things. So I mean, we gotta try to straighten some of this out. So, you know, I got one example for you, Buck, and then you can you can you can uh, you can you can drop that knowledge after that. All right. I'm saying is take a line from Ike Turner. See Tina Turner, I forgot her name, anime something. Anime Bullet. When he went to her mother and he offered the mother, you know, a little money or whatever. <laughs> basically she <laughs> gave Tina away. That's the same thing in the hood all the time. Man, you go say, Look, man, look. I can make this kind of be cool for everybody, you know. Just, just don't put the, you know. Well, I, I use some, some hood terms from, from down this way, you know. Don't put them white folks on us, you know. what I'm saying, just let us, you know, handle this this way, you know. You know, I take care of this right here, you know. what I'm saying we'll let you get a new, new little living room suit on me or something like that. But you know, tell your daughter to hold off on all that paperwork and shit, man. We, you know, we just do this amicably, you know. what I'm saying just. You know, we'll work out a little something right here, you know. And, uh, you know, then you're good. <laughs> now now the quote, quote on Twitter, now the, tw- the quote going around on Twitter is, keep them babies met on Medicaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, oh, can we man. end this now, please? <laughs> yeah, we're going to shut things down. We're <laughs> going to shut things down. Because I'm pretty sure. I could talk for a whole show on just on that. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, You're about to split PJ extra size, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate it, everyone. Um, you know, thanks to truthdevour.com, livetrader.net, and offerbyyou.com. Of course, thanks to my show legends. And uh, the tweet chatters and Facebookers for participating in the T2Q chat uh, kept me really busy. I missed someone in the chat room. AVA Indiana was chiming in in the chat room, and I just missed all of it because I was on Facebook and Twitter. So I apologize for that. Uh, The upcoming show schedule can be found at TalkToQ.com, so you can check out upcoming podcasts I may have. You know, the live shows every Tuesday and Thursday, excuse me, Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 p.m. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and get caught up, or subscribe to me here on Blog Talk Radio. You can always do that. Everyone have a great night. Peace out. Talk to you next week. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it over here. Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. I know the value of a good man. You know, we need more shows like this because people need as much relationship help out there as they can get.
Oh my goodness. Batman posted some of the chat room that I'm gonna make me choke over here. Oh, that came out oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Does that make sense? I like that. I'm gonna say that again one day. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. Now, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing is cool. Some women are down for it. You want to be my blog lover. I said some, not all. Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. What up, what up? Oh my God. Some women are down for it.